Sandcast is going, ladies and gentlemen, and I have a very brand new Sandcast podcast coffee mug. <laughs> if you're looking on YouTube, you get to see it. It is really sweet. You're going to want to get your hands on one oh, of these. Yeah. Available at sandcastvolleyball.com. Yep. Right? And our, our specific merch website, sandcastmerch.com. Oh, yeah. There's but more people. Either works. But this mug, wow, it fits my hand real well. You, you know, Trav, I do actually have to say, I feel like I, I need to take partial credit for the, the merch section of you Sandcast. Yeah. Because I remember whenever I stayed with you last year, yeah. you were asking me a ton of questions. Because you have... I was like, oh, look at ah. that. <laughs> yeah, because you have your own uh, little merch yeah. set up with the, uh, the blue face baby. Yeah. Oh, um, see, Trav was never going to give you credit for that. That's, that's okay. true. That's right. okay. I forgot. <laughs> we use, uh, what's the website? It's Printful? Yeah, the, yeah, Printful. And then it's super easy. You just like set up products and yeah. so it's awesome. Look at that. You're <laughs> part of the team. I've <laughs> been yeah. Corey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's first episode, but he's uh, low-key. Looking behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. That was my rent, actually, for the, for oh, the week. Perfect. <laughs> How, how have your news. merch sales been? Uh, in the off season, not hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's kind of what I expected. Yeah. Uh, in season, you're able to push it out a little bit more. And yeah, actually, do you bring stuff with you to tournaments? So, uh, yeah, I bought like a, like a thousand dollars worth of stuff, I think, and yeah. then like just like started carrying it around. Yeah, uh, to stuff that I don't fly to because. Flying, it's just a pain to try and yeah. get all that. Get out. Only. Yeah, but I mean, back when I was in Louisiana, I was like, yeah, I can drive a lot of places, but yeah. now I'll probably won't have it on me at a lot of places. Yeah. I don't feel like dealing with the shipping and all that to certain right. spots. And yeah. That's not my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare that you find uh, younger athletes, especially in this sport, where they're actually like thinking brand and like actually making products and like getting their face out there. Early on in their career, mm -hmm. what kind of gave you the idea to do that? Um, well, one, it helped like whenever I started doing the blue nose. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the, just that'll stand out. It created well, yeah, it kind of like <laughs> created like this this like look and um, just in my head, I was like, you know, what would look really cool if like I had this like like the whole like same thing, so like my hat and everything and the nose, and then um, it was just like a silhouette though. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that would look really cool. Like I had people ask me actually at uh, FUDS okay. uh, whenever we won. Okay. Um, people started asking me like, cause I had like all those people in the crowd, like yep. wanting to like put it on. You can push the product at FUDS. Exactly. <laughs> um, Do you have a, like a zinc sponsorship or something? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I got it after the fact right. of already wearing it. Yeah. Um, but uh after FUDS, it was just, like, everybody started, like, messaging me, like, we need, like, we need merch. We need merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I did, I just started wearing it um, during COVID. Uh, I, I was just getting charred. Like, my oh, nose yeah. my yeah. nose would just get charred and, mm -hmm. like, wouldn't matter how much uh, sunscreen I put on, yeah. like, throughout the day and reapplied. Right. I mean, you go to the, like, I mean, whenever I, we were playing the, like, AVP America tournaments, mm -hmm. and those are, like... Uh, what Trav's Trav story of 8, a, 8 a.m. to, to what, 1 a.m.? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, oh <laughs> so a 17-hour day. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, uh, the majority of that, probably, like, 9 to 10 hours just spent in the sun. Yep. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and find, like, the zinc oxide sunscreen. Yeah. Uh, I'll go look like a lifeguard. And then, yeah. thankfully, the um, first website I came across, I was not going to have to wear the white, like, right, right. blocky yeah. uh 
sunscreen like lifeguards wear. Yeah. Um, but they had all the colors, and uh, Trav can attest to this. I've worn like this color hat since I was like like 15 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it's always been like a thing. Like and so I was like, I'm just going to match my nose to, to my hat. Yeah. And then the first tournament I wore it, it wasn't the the Ohio tournament you played okay. in, but it was the, the one before it. Okay. Um, and I played with uh, Steve Roschitz. Okay. And uh, it was another, I mean, basically the same thing, 48 teams. Yeah. It was like the first event, like, that was allowed, like, after, like, everything, like, shut down. Okay. Like, everybody kind of was out. There was people from all around the country still. And they're like, we're finally able to have an event that's, like, not an underground. Everybody <laughs> right. everybody, go pay cash in somebody's backyard so we yeah. can go in and play our volleyball yeah. tournaments. Um, so uh, I end up winning that with Steve and... Everybody's like, who's this kid with a blue nose? And so it's stuck. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I got to keep wearing it. Yeah. Blue nose guy. Now you, now you show up to night matches. One match. Yep. In and out. Night match. <laughs> not blue nose. Still going blue nose. Gotta go. Yeah. No, I had a long tournament. I've had a funny one. So actually that Ohio place there is still in winter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, cold. And like people were like, where's your nose? They have the indoor. Like indoor, yeah. and they're like, "Where's your nose?" That's hilarious. And I was put like, your nose on." We're inside. <laughs> I, I was like, "We're we're inside. What do you want from me?" And they're like, "You've got to put it on." And so now I like, no matter what, no yeah. matter what, it, it's 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 time for the nose. <laughs> like Mr. Potato Head, Where you, where's your nose? <laughs> <laughs> Those were some long tournaments in Ohio, yes. though. Yes. Try. We were uh, like the AVP America once. Like you can go all day. So it was a forty-eight team double limb. I think I saw a, like a picture a where day. it was like the indoor is a massive indoor facility. Yeah. Right? Well, ours when we played it, we played all outdoor. So they kept the winners bracket because we're winners uh, outside. Ah, <laughs> and, they, and then if you, the contenders and losers bracket was put in the indoor courts because it's like seven outdoor courts and seven indoor it courts. It's a pretty sweet facility. Ours was in the summer. Ours wasn't, yeah. It oh, was okay. good. I've played a lot up there actually, like oh, yeah. probably like six or seven times. Wow. Yeah. But we played, uh, my first match was at 10. Yours was probably around the same time mm-hmm. and our final finished after like two in the morning. Wow. <laughs> six matches later and we won all of them to get there. Yeah, we <laughs> both went straight through the winners. <laughs> we still played six and, matches. Uh, oh, it was a long day. That's brutal. <laughs> yes, it was. What happened if you went through the losers? The you, other you, you, did, like, you didn't make it. You, you didn't, didn't make, make it that it. far in the yeah. day. <laughs> it was basically single OM, but you still had to play. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brutal. Because I was gonna say, even like the teams that we played in the semis, you ended up playing Bruno in your semi, right? Yeah. So we played Bruno in our Bruno in our quarter. Okay. And then did you play Alex Storm and yeah, Charlie in, in the quarters? In your, yeah. So the two teams that were in the winners' quarters ended up playing each other in the semis, just because right. everybody else was gassed. Right. Yeah. It was, it was a long day. But you're no stranger to those. You've played more volleyball than, I mean, how old are you, like 25? 24. 24? I think the amount of volleyball matches you've played probably eclipses the number of any 24-year-old in the country. <laughs> it's because, like, the, you not only play, like, all the tournaments possible, but these are, like, marathon tournaments. Yeah. Um, yeah, me, uh, the, I feel like me and JD played so many of those together yeah. throughout the years. Uh, for people who don't know, uh, JD's our, our good buddy from back at home. And uh, that's kind of how I felt like I started. And that's kind of like all you do. In the Southeast, it's like yeah, uh, I mean, both of us, you really. just go and play like one-day tournaments. And then most of the time, it's a Saturday-Sunday. There's a Saturday one and then a Sunday one at some other complex. Uh-huh. And so you play Saturday, you play Sunday, and you just try and go and make a couple hundred bucks on the weekend um but that, that's just what i'm used to i'm used to playing a lot of volleyball and yeah 
Uh, so when people try to get me tired when I play volleyball, I love it because I'm like, all <laughs> it right, work. I've I've done it all. I've done it enough in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and Note you mentioned you mentioned home. Uh, so for for the listeners, uh, just provide a little bit of background, like where home is. Yeah. And now um, a kid from Louisiana ends up <laughs> being one of the most promising talents in the U.S. Um, well, I still don't know how that's going to happen. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm from uh, Metairie, Louisiana, which is like 15 minutes outside uh, downtown New Orleans. Like, uh, drive to the Superdome is literally 15 minutes for me. Um, and uh, I started playing. Uh, I, I feel like anybody who's done anything in, in volleyball out of Louisiana, Kristen included. Uh, if it wasn't for Bruce White, uh, he kind of like created volleyball there and Coconut Beach, like the iconic like place for Louisiana, like that's where the AVP is going to be at this year mm-hmm. and everything. Um, he he started all that, um, and so uh, like a shout out to him because yeah. Louisiana, I don't think would have a volleyball scene if yeah. it wasn't for him. And he like really big on pushing out like and trying to get to to be a national like. Uh, recognition that there is Louisiana volleyball um, throughout the years and then um, what you can attest there's how many complexes in Louisiana there's so many there's like 8 to 10 I think within an hour radius of each other it shocks me every time I hear it because I'm like wait I play. Why? Why it's have crazy. I never been down there? Have you? <laughs> you never played in the AVPs in New Orleans? No, we were in uh, like Russia or whatever one okay. time, and then I think I was sick the other time. Yeah, and well, then this year's over Oshawa. It hasn't been much to miss. Yeah, that's uh, what I heard. Because it's been like just dumping rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a, you got Coconut Beach, and then ten minutes down the road is White Sands. Is White Sands, and then and then you have uh, Diggs was is Diggs, Diggs still there? Just, it's just they sold? just sold it, so okay. it's no longer a thing. Then you have Mangoes, which uh, used to be the home court of LSU, which I, I think is probably the best man-made facility. Is that a bar in the country? At. It's a bar restaurant with how many? Like ten courts? Uh, they're up to twelve now, I think. Twelve oh, courts of yeah. like the deepest sand, it, like rivals it's, Manhattan. I was gonna it's, say it's, it's pretty close to this. It's no legit, way. yeah. Wow. And then, um, then you have the Oasis. Oasis now. now. Um, there's a place called Point Break in Slidell. Okay. Uh, which is on the let's like twenty minutes from where Diggs was. Uh, there's another place that just popped up in Lake Charles. There's two places <laughs> in Lake Charles now. Jeez. There's like two places in Lafayette, and uh, it's just got like. How did? And then, <laughs> well, and then but Louisiana, the we love. We actually love volleyball. Yeah, that's uh, it's wild. like a very little known yeah. thing. Uh, but basically, Bruce had a Coconut Beach, um, and the first time I ever played volleyball, I would always go out and um, most people around the country can probably relate. Complex wise, is like beer leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my mom was playing in a beer league. Um, and I was like 13 or 14 at the time. Uh-huh. And like every week she'd just bring me out because like I can't go anywhere. I don't right. have a car or anything. Yeah. And so she's like, all right, you're coming out Friday night to Coconut Beach with us. And uh, like just she had a, a team and I was not allowed to play, which made me so upset. Right. And like, I mean, just like competitively, I've always played sports growing up, played yeah. pretty much everything. Um, and then like one night they needed a sub on their team and like could not find anybody. Uh-huh. And they're like, fine, I guess you can play. <laughs> I guess I, I guess we'll allow you to play this time, Evan. And uh, they were like, oh damn, he's actually like like better than that person was missing. <laughs> so I guess I guess you can play next week too. And um, after uh, I played a couple weeks, Bruce came over and was like, hey, like I'm like taking some kids under my wing. Uh, I just want to like help grow, especially the boys there. There's no boys. Yeah, right. Uh, my funny story is uh, for club volleyball. We didn't have tryouts. We had eight kids from Louisiana show up, and 
you were all on the team. You were like, congrats, you made it. Like you showed up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They, they, they recruited me. They're like, hey, we got six kids. We need we need a seven so we can actually have a lapero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but that's a. Uh, Tells you about how big the sport is for the boys side. I mean, right. the the girls is definitely growing a lot, and that, yeah. the NCAA has helped with that. Um, yeah. But the boys, it's still not very big. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, "Yeah, I want to like help you. Like, like we want to try and like grow as much boys as we can, and like try and like get guys to be interested in this." Right. Um, so he started working with me, and then just every night of the week, my mom like loves telling the story. Um, like f- six nights a week, so. Uh, Monday through Friday, all the leagues. Um, I just try and go and find pickup games on like the the back courts, or if somebody needed a sub on their team, she would drop me off at like six and then pick me up at eleven. Wow! And so I would just go and play and play and just try and find places to play. <laughs> and then Saturday was the tournaments, and then so she just dropped me off at the tournament at like eleven a.m., eight yeah. a.m., whatever the start time was, and then call her when the tournament's over and just yeah. <laughs> repeat. And so. That's Definitely could never get enough volleyball. <laughs> That's it's, the way to do it. Yeah, coconut's kind of like the like outrigger-ish, just the way that it's just like the, the center of that community. Okay, it's pretty fun because everyone just it. goes there, and I, I've gone there probably. I've played a tournament there once a year, mm-hmm. like really since I started playing. Yeah, because you even came uh, what last year? And Maddie, Maddie we played in the monsoon yeah. against you in the finals. So wait, why do we, why do we keep scheduling tournaments there during? Monsoons. And that's they, a good question. The problem, event, I the problem hear, is... Oh, <laughs> New Orleans rains out every Okay, time. so the problem is with New Orleans, you're either going to get 95 degrees with 100% humidity, which yeah. it equates to, like, on court, like, 125. Okay, um, that's brutal. That's or it's pouring down rain. Right. So, and there's a reason it's 100% humidity because it's 50% chance yeah. of being a, a monsoon uh, or being so super So you just got to roll the dice. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. When you play in, in New Orleans, like it, it's just if there's a no lightning, dice. you're playing. That's kind right, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. for like locally. Yeah. Like I mean, what we probably that ball <laughs> by oh the time gosh. that we finished like that tournament. Pounds. Yeah, yeah, because it was like our final. We were playing in, I, and we I, had I to cancel kind of tournament. The TV, like it was supposed to be broadcast on TV, and it was raining too much for the TV to set up like a broadcast. Up. And so, because oh, really? like it would have like sank in the sand. <laughs> that sounds like what's happening in Dominican right now oh with my Taylor God. and Taylor. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> they got fully rained out as well. So are they? Do you, are they playing that out? Uh, do you know? Somebody no told me. So Bill told me today. Actually, um, they're supposed to be moving it to Aguas with us. I think they said to finish it. They have to finish out games or something. <laughs> And I was like, that's the most Norseka thing I've yeah. ever heard in my life. They just flew to the Dominican. They could have just, like, I don't know, wait a day. Exactly. Nope. Go down nope. To the Next beach. week we got it. Nope. Just, just go to another country. Go home. Incredible. We'll fly you out to another country. You don't have anything better to do. <laughs> and they just have to play one match. I think it's just one match left, right? I'm not sure. I, I think it's uh, gosh, Taylor, Taylor against uh, Puerto Rico. Aguas, you can't fly directly there either. Uh, not really. Probably not from well, we Dominican. Didn't. We could because we went there two years ago, and we went. I have. We Mexico had to go City. through Mexico City or something, right? Yeah. So it's not like just yeah. pop down to Mexico yeah. real quick. It's like <laughs> yeah. a, a journey. Oh, it's so brutal. Sanders <laughs> is like, I could be making so much money overseas right now. Instead, I'm. I get to paying to do this. Yeah. I get to be in the pouring rain watching a threes tournament go on. Well, at least I'm hanging oh out with my, my best gosh. friend. Oh my god! For no points and no prize money. 
Yep. There's no points, no prize money in this tournament. It's That's just crazy. for a bid to World Champs, which is a lot of There's points. no prize money? No. Like, no. you can't. You don't get a hundred bucks or something. It's <laughs> you get to no, go to five free drinks. I don't yeah. know. Nothing. You get a firm hit. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Thanks for flying out. Yeah. It's Thanks. just for a bid. Thanks for not taking that contract a medal. in uh, <laughs> A one Italy. Dude. Oh. So funny. Norseg is just such a trip. I'm glad they're back because it is. It's really important for guys like you to. I wouldn't have had an opportunity. The yeah. Like this is this gonna be my first opportunity, but my only opportunity. Like been signing up for futures and like 200 points as a team is, isn't enough right now i mean on the women's side thankfully they have they're a little it seems like they're a little bit not thinner i would say the talent wise they're obviously very stacked yeah. but like there's just not just as many quantity volume. Yeah, yeah volume of teams not interesting because Kristen and taryn got into it's a challenger with zero points, points. That was huge. And now they took a ninth, so they're gravy from here on out. Like they can get into whatever they want, except for elite sixteens. They got a little bit more work to do. But, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that was huge for them because everyone was talking about how they would have to split up. And if things were working the way they were last year, they, they would have had to. There, there would have been no choice. Mm. But now, like they're good. But I mean, it's awesome for for you and for anyone else trying to break in that you can get. You have no. Oh, wait, you have a few points. I have zero right now. Oh, you're now. with Bill, so Bill has a few Bill points. Bill has points, but I don't have any. And you haven't played yet. Uh, okay, so you're right there. Yeah, Norseka is huge. And it's honestly a kind of a fun tour. Is it a tour, though, this year? Yeah, they, they have like eight, eight or nine. The full, like eight okay. or ten events. Yeah, with a similar money where it's like... It's 2,000 yeah. for first, 1,000 for second, and yeah, okay, 500 so for like, third. And the points are good. Like, it's like 80% of the futures. You don't lose money Exactly. Yeah, and the awesome thing about Norseka is, is hotels provided... Um, meals are provided. Meals are provided, yep. and the top finishing American team gets a sixteen hundred dollars travel stipend. Right, yeah, from yeah, USA. Yeah. So I love yeah. you, Trav, but I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for you this week. Yeah. And yeah. what's crazy is that in Norseka's, uh, you can't have two teams from the same country in the finals. And so, so we would have to play each other in the wait, semis what? if we played against yeah, each other. So right? I've played we, in a final before against Nick and Theo. I don't know. Back Maybe it's a new rule because they've had to. I've had two Norsekas where they've redone the bracket the where we had to play other. the other American that team. That makes no sense. That's so dumb. It's, it's dumb. That's ridiculous. We're going to pause here for a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball, and Tri put us well over the 100,000-mile mark for the whole Sandcast family, and neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November, and not one of us so much as sneezed. And obviously there are a lot of factors in that, but the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road, everywhere, and it is so delicious. All right, a lot of the green supplements I've taken, it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth, put it in a blender, mix it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious, and it is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious, and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been. I give enormous credit 
to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens, so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, we cannot recommend it enough. It, it's a great price, honestly. It's less than three bucks a day, which if you are taking multiple supplements, you're gonna be paying more than three bucks a day anyway, so you might as well just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over a hundred bucks a day in vitamin supplements and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the, the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens and it is so good. And it is beloved by athletes and high performers everywhere. It, I, I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by t the Tim Ferriss podcast. And then Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have 90% of the high performers in the world. And now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, so right now, for you, it's it's not just for athletes. It is for everyday people, okay? And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, and I'm going to say it again, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe, we got 16 AVPs, 16. And then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next, and AVP America is just full, and we are just going to be playing with Wilson Volleyballs from now until November, guys. So get some Wilson Volleyballs as you can get 20% off using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that is SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code SANDCAST-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbins are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for ABP America. Kim Smith over at ABP is putting out a lot of content, and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter. So if you ever miss any news, we got you covered. So if you want to get on that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com, and on the sidebar, there's an easy sign-up form. We would love to have you join the newsletter. It's not just Sandcast news. It is literally all the beach news, snow volleyball, grass volleyball, whatever's happening in the world of volleyball, we got you covered. So head over to sandcastvolleyball.com to get your beach news today. Um, which And we got like kind of screwed on that because Chris and KJ were supposed to play 
um, Rubio and Gashiola. Usually the two. Oh, yeah. And we had already beat them in pool play, so I was like, uh, great, like, we don't have to play them again. And instead, like, we and we were supposed to play a Canadian team that we ended up beating for bronze, and then they, they switched it around. I was like, damn, I really want to see Jose in the finals again. They right. freaking lost to Chris and KJ. Shouldn't have lost it, but, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird rule. Also, if you, um, if you do podium and make money, don't leave. You have to get... You have <laughs> like, to get the money it. before you, you leave. You have to take it on the site, yeah, or else... They won't give it to you. Like, really? They straight up say that. Yep. But yeah. they like don't really sounds say like the, it. They don't like. <laughs> sounds like, like hey, the don't EVP. leave. <laughs> Grab your money before you leave. They'll be like, yes, he's leaving. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like once they're like once your footsteps off the site, they're like, sorry, you can't come back. Me nope. and Hayden, <laughs> me and Hayden went to the event, uh, hotel, and then like someone told us or reminded us, and we stayed on the bus and came back. And they were like, oh, we almost got it. Like, <laughs> we like, almost we got weren't going to give it to yeah. you. I left my, like, my first Norseka. We won silver. Oh, I yeah. left my, oh, that's like, right. I don't know, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, whatever it was. And I like, it's all e- cash, too. Emailed the guy. Yeah. It's like, it is the international EVP. It's hilarious. Dude, Aguas, <laughs> it's like basically a big carnival slash, um, they're selling like big cows there. They're like, you're walking through and the cows, everyone's looking at the cows and trying to like figure out which one to buy. Yeah. It sounds like and something then you like hit, if we win, like, you go cow. buy a cow and eat it that night. <laughs> Joey Kane, you're just, it's, give me a good revive. It's kind of cool, though. The, the nightlife down there is kind of cool, but, but you're, like, playing in front of the fans and then they give you the cash and then they tell you to take a picture with the cash and then they send you out into the crowd, like, oh, good. into the Mexican crowd. Yeah. like. We're just freaking like flashing all the money we have in our backpack. Like, okay, everyone, right here. Yeah. Throw it in your bag. And that goes and a long way. Just like in staring Mexico. at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's a good time. There's, it's kind of a cool little city center over there. So you, sh- you should enjoy it. And it's like really high up, isn't it? It's like really like yeah. six thousand feet in elevation. Yeah. yeah, that's right. A little lower than Toxicala was. That was like seventy two hundred. Okay. But it's well, that's a it's lot. For real. It's a lot higher than below sea level. So yeah. <laughs> so <you're saying>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're you're used to that, huh? It's a different kind of pressure. Um, yeah, the the altitude gets you a little bit, but the rocks, like basically anywhere outside the lines, that'll get you even more. <laughs> so good luck. <laughs> Two Norsecas I've been to where my team had the no dive rule outside the lines. We're just not. We're just not chasing balls. We're yeah. not doing anything. <laughs> not worth it. Granted, yeah. I mean, maybe we dove a few times for the final, like we wanted to win it. But yeah, yeah. Maybe they cleaned it up though. We'll see. I don't want to talk it down too much. <laughs> it's an adventure though. Yeah. You will love it because, like, you just you have such a passion for playing volleyball tournaments mm-hmm. yeah, every, everywhere in any scene, any kind of. And in Norseka, it, like, it is a must. Yeah. To play, and like the people are great. And there's always like a pretty fun like player party after. It's just like it, it's a fun tournament to play. Yeah, and it'll a good a, start. It would be a good uh, pin on your. You you probably have the most pins of like all the random tournaments you've played in over the yeah. years. You know. Yeah. It, it would be a good little pin on your. Stafford texted me after me and Tim uh, qualified, and, and he was like, "Someone needs to take my Norseka crown." Stafford played in like 19 of these things. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, That's I don't think I, I hope I'm not getting up there. That's buddy. why he's retired. <laughs> Goes on BVB info right after. How many have I played? I can't pass you up, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to take that crown. <laughs> no. But how how are things going with uh, Slick Willie? Great. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me so far, it's been just a, a lot of learning. And uh, I mean, there's um, just, I don't know, he's probably like if I had to choose one person from like the blocker side um, uh, as like pure blocker, like probably probably one of the best people to learn from. Um, like I'd say he's like on his way. It's like being like the Haydn equivalent of like a blocker because he's yeah. just like so technical, you know what I mean? So strict with everything that he does in like his diet and his regiment. And yeah. he's just like super professional about everything and um, just like very knowledgeable about like being a professional. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like most people in our sport aren't super that way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been good to learn and just like, um, just trying to absorb as much as I can, because I mean, not only is it him, it's him, Evie and Mikel. Cause I mean, it's like three people with just so much more information, so many more years of volleyball. Um, like if you can not even combine, I think like, just like straight up take like how long Mikel has been training Haydn. It's yeah. been longer than I've been alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy. and then like Evie has like been playing like professionally and coaching like yeah longer yeah. than I've been alive yeah. so it's just a lot of years of volleyball experience and things uh that I, I mean it's when it, when they tell you it's like oh yeah this is so simple but like at the same time you're 24 years old and like it doesn't come simply to your mind all the time yeah. so it's good to kind of have those people there every day like keeping you accountable for all of your actions yeah. um and that's great yeah and evie's awesome we've yeah. all we've all worked with evie a little bit i mean mm -hmm. i think he probably had the biggest impact on my blocking and then try i mean that was like he was your first coach right yeah. out with yeah, john pretty much yeah that was my team basically yeah, Mikel, Evie, <laughs> and then Hayden, Kowinski, and I was twenty three, twenty four too at that yeah. time. So yeah, I mean, with uh, like everyone's gonna have different talent levels and whatnot, but if you emulate, do the stuff that Mikel says for sure. Emulate what Bill does because Bill maximizes his exactly. potential a lot. And then Evie, yeah, I mean that guy's like freaking knows the game so well. He, my yeah. favorite, my favorite is Mikel. Right now, he's because I mean, like, obviously, they're good friends, know each other pretty yeah. well. And um, I mean, I'm still pretty new to defense. He's like, This dude's trying to teach you calculus, and you only get like algebra, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell Evie to stop teaching you calculus yeah. <laughs> and go back to like algebra one, and then we can work our way up from yeah. there. But we don't need to start a calculus because yeah. you don't know anything else. You got four more years mm -hmm. of all of this math to figure out before yep. you can start talking with Evie on his level. Yep. That's funny because. Uh, and Mikel knows because I was 24 in the gym listening to Evie <laughs> and Hayden and just being like, what the fuck? Like the first two weeks, you're just like, what? Yeah. Uh, what just happened? Right. <laughs> How is the switch to defense going? We got uh, two guys oh. making the switch in here. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been great. Um, you know, I felt like um, all my life, like, I was blocker, like in yeah. Louisiana, there's not much height and yeah. the Gulf coast in general. Right. Like I was by far like me or whenever you were there, uh, like there wasn't many blockers. No. So like we would be able to pick up good partners because they're like, Oh yeah, she needs somebody to jump up there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's kind of all the role I was ever in. And like I, until, um, what was it? Uh, September of 2020 it was the first time I ever had a practice playing defense really yeah um <laughs> and uh I have to like thank Joey for that Joey Keener uh because there was times where he like 
like people were like people still say it and they're like why did you like make the switch like you're a good blocker and I was like because I have a higher ceiling as a defender yeah and I mean most people can say what they want but I've already taken a ninth as a defender playing defense for one year and that's higher than most people can say that they've ever done yeah. so most people that are saying why are you doing that are the people who and haven't taken nights <laughs> and so that's the fresh I mean it's like frustrating to me but like Joey like every day was still like you know what like no you have the the traits for this and we're gonna keep like molding this because like as a defender if I get a dig or like like, like the same thing with you you know what I mean like we're so terminal as mm-hmm. attackers mm-hmm. that like we don't need to get the like Eric Brannick amount of digs right, right, right. because we're gonna convert on More a exactly, higher percentage yeah. because we can get a bad set and still hit from like eight feet off yeah, and yeah, still yeah. get a kill. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Plus, we have that length can make up for your reactions yeah. being, you know, if we're only a step or two away. It's like, yeah, yeah you read it better, but we just laid down and got it because our arms are <laughs> way longer, you know? Yeah. We're just like, oh no. <laughs> the Casey Patterson it fall down from the ceiling. It didn't look pretty, but we got You really know, it got arms. up. It got up, and then you know what? The swing will look a lot just better. Throw I the, <laughs> just throw the set somewhere near the net, and we'll come barreling in there. Um, How tall are you? 6'4", 6'3", 6'4", yeah. Okay, just under me. Yeah. yeah. What made you want to Like, when did that start to get in your head? Because you were a good blocker, and yeah. you had a, a ton of success as a blocker. I mean, you won a shit ton of tournaments in the Southeast and everything. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I, mean I even felt like I got to a point where I was... And my goal, and this is, like, a a thing in my head that I started doing, like, I graduated during COVID. And so, like, during the COVID year, my goal was to break into the top 50 players in the country points-wise. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I knew I was going to have to do it as a blocker. And um, I just kind of, like, climbed the ladder partner-wise and just, like, kept getting better partners, better partners, like, keep getting increase in points. Um, And I felt like I reached a point, there was a couple of the AVP Next Golds, where I was like, you know, I have a really good defender with me right now. Um, just, but I'm playing some of these teams where it's like end of the day and like, yeah, I, I jump really high, but after you jump really high a certain amount of times in a day, you, you, you just don't anymore. <laughs> it's, it's like, okay. And so, and so like, I mean, like, uh, no matter what, like it's going to get to a, like, for me, it was like, I'm going to get to a point where like physically, like I can do it if it's like, okay, one match during the day. Yeah. But like it's match four or five in the AVP next gold yeah and i was like i physically can't compete the way that i need to compete in order to to break through to that next level okay um and i mean more of it was honestly was joey joey was the one who's like you're not gonna be a blocker anymore he straight up like told me he's just like you're <laughs> not you're joe. not gonna block anymore um and uh <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say <laughs> and um then uh i got a i um Played one tournament with Logan. That was the first time I played, uh, or I guess second time I played defense in a tournament. Actually, my first Logan tournament. Bicca? Uh First tournament was with Bicca when we beat okay. Logan yeah. and Timmy in a, a Louisiana <laughs> this tournament. This is all in last year? This is all in 2020. At the end of uh, okay. So August of 2020, uh, we played Logan and uh, Timmy at a tournament in New Orleans. And then I finally convinced Logan after that, because I had been asking him all year. I was like, hey, let's run a tournament. Hey, let's run yeah. a tournament. Because, <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want to play with Logan right now? One of the, like, the top up-and-coming <laughs> right. talents. And then um, uh, in September, he's like, you know, there's a smaller tournament in Cleveland, Ohio. And he's like, yeah, let's just do it. And so 
That you was Logan, a... that's just the perfect example of you and Logan. Yeah, I found a tournament in Cleveland. Found one. <laughs> Both of you guys, like no question that you yep. two play. It's like <laughs> the opposite of me and Trevor right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Challenger. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Brazil. It's in San Diego. Like, Why it's like the hell are you out there? Like, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> You're telling me it's in Manhattan? That's like not even in Hermosa. Like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. We're down in walk. Hermosa. I, <laughs> You have to drive My 20 e-bike's minutes. not... The electric's <laughs> not working, so I don't really want to pedal. Uh, yeah, but that's just kind of how it started. And then, I mean, I didn't play with anybody else in 2021. I mean, yeah. me and Logan just had a successful, such a successful year that, like, yeah. it kind of just thrust it into the spotlight. And I was like, all right, this is this is how it is now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you and Logan did what everyone expected Kristen and Taryn to do. Like, separate, grab your guys with points, you're in the main draw, and at some point, like... Yeah, the stars would probably align again. Was it? Uh, was that like a weird split, or did both of you kind of see like, you know what, I'm going to have to go with Hyden because he's John Hyden, mm-hmm. has points, I'm going to be main draw, and you're like, well, yeah, I can get in main draw too. I feel like it kind of worked out very well. I mean, it ended up working out well in the end. Uh, at yeah. first, I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's a lot more blockers, or there's a lot more defenders out there than there are blockers, yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I just lost mine. But Because, yeah. um, I mean, he was uh, about to move to New Orleans, he was like, had literally like his car was packed, was like yeah. moving in like two weeks and like had a spot and everything. He's going to move in with Ian Bicko. Okay. And uh, then he's like, actually, my sponsor had, had a sponsor or something. He's helping me out. I'm going to move in California. And then I like kind of like saw like the, 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 there's just, uh, okay. Off. Everything keeps going off a little yeah. bit and then just a little bit more. And then there's just like, you know, and like the dominoes kept falling piece by piece. And like every time I was like, so. We're still good to play this year, right? We're still good to play this year. Yeah. And I was like, yep, yep. And then I'll, like one day I just got the text. And I was like, hey, Hayden asked me to play. Uh, I'm playing with him. I was like, oh, <laughs> God, <laughs> why? Because uh, I, I mean, like, I kind of like saw like point situations. And right. uh, I'm pretty good at figuring, like, I'm really good with math and figuring all of that out. And yeah. um, I was like, well, uh, I guess I got to figure this out and that's when I decided I mean I came out here for three weeks in January yeah and I was like I'm gonna find my partner and I wrote down a list I was like all right if I play with these people um I'll get into the main and so yeah texted like three people like hey let's set up a practice yeah and then uh it ended up just being that Bill was uh the second practice year that whenever I practiced with you against Chase and oh, Troy. Oh, yeah, Chase and Troy. Yeah, literally, that like, was my first day in. And then the next day, I practiced with Bill. And it was just me, Bill, and Evie. And then right after that practice, Bill and Evie texted me, and they were like, so are you interested in this year? And I was like, well, this was a useless three-week trip. I'm already good. I'm set. <laughs> yeah, this right. is way better than I ever thought it could be. And uh, he was, like, the top guy I actually had on the list because, like, as far as, like, combination of international and AVP points like there wasn't anybody else that could really top what he, he right. was doing mm-hmm. and it's funny actually there was there was a period there for a second I was like okay if I really need to again I, I might I might go block again <laughs> it's like just so just yeah. so well, I can get to in. have that skill set for yeah. sure well you never know with like um there's like injury situations where your guy's out for a week or two yeah. and you just have to scramble to it's nice to know, like, you can pick up a blocker or a defender. Like, that can yeah. be extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my, uh, my, for 2020, I was, like, convinced. I was so upset I didn't get to play in it because I didn't have the points was the king of the beach. Because I had it set. I played with Timmy a good bit. 
Yeah. So I played left side, um, and then I blocked most of the time. So I could block, play left side and right side, and then I had just started playing defense and like started to understand that. And yeah. I was like, I'm I'm there versatility wise. Like I am, I want to go and I want to play. And then I, I mean, unfortunately, didn't have the points at the time to to get into that uh, yeah. King of the Beach. But I was like, that is that would have been my forte. I was like, yeah. I was I was so hyped to try and get into it. Yeah, I would have volunteered my COVID spot for you, but <laughs> Caleb, Caleb Quackle took that one. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, you can drive down to Florida and possibly be in. But uh, you have to pay for your own hotel, and uh, you're not guaranteed a spot. And I was like, Pass you know, this is uh, this doesn't really work out in beach volleyball player world because uh, we don't have the money for that. <laughs> and you're you're out here now, though, right? Like yeah. You like officially made the move. Mm-hmm. Sweet. When did you make that move? Like officially. Uh, Mardi Gras day. Mardi Gras day. Okay, it had to have been a celebration. Drive, uh, fly, fly. Okay, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna hungover. Long drive. <laughs> long drive. Yeah, no, no. I, I knew what I was doing. Savvy, uh, Savvy saw her first Mardi Gras. Yeah, that had oh, been fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, and that was my first one in five years. Because I mean, four years of college, and I mean, indoor was always during uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. It's the same season. And then uh, the first time I could have gone back for 2021, they canceled it because um, of COVID still. Man. And, um, People probably rioted canceling Mardi Gras down there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Is like, that like a, like parades and stuff down yeah. Bourbon Street and just it's it's like the that. whole city. It's like, like the whole, whole city, city shut down. Like so, like where do you go? You just go to bars or do you go uh, to Bourbon you, Street? So like, like there's straight up like a six mile long like parade route. Oh wow! And there is just hundreds of thousands of people lined up on the streets, just like drinking, having yeah. fun. Like, there's, like, 12-year-olds on the street drinking beers in front of cops, <laughs> and the cops are dancing in the streets with oh, the 12-year-olds. And, like, it's just the most wow. magnificent, like, time because everybody's just celebrating. Everybody's happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, it's so hard to find that in today's day and age totally. where it's just, like, you know what? I don't care what you think about right. politics. I don't care what color you are. I don't care. If you're gay, straight, whatever. Yeah. Everybody's just like, you know what? We're all going to go have a good time together. <laughs> and so it's like, for me, it's so cool because it's like, okay, we have like just this cultural like mismatch of whatever. Right. Yeah, it's great. And uh, people just want to go out, have fun, and celebrate life. And that's, wish we could have more of that. I need to put that <laughs> yeah. one on the bucket list. Dude, Mardi it's like Gras a, is fun. It's so like p- America's Carnival. Yeah. yeah. Basically. It is. Pretty yeah. much. It's like the same time of the year, too, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because it's like it's celebrating pretty. the same thing, I think. My first, uh, the first time I ever went to New Orleans actually was when the Saints won the Super Bowl. Oh, baby. Because the girl I was dating in college at the time, she lived in New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) I went and visited her, and so it was like the Super Bowl, and then right on the heels of that was Mardi Gras, and that place was bonkers. Wild. Superdome is the loudest place I've ever been in my life. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's it's the loudest NFL stadium, right? For sure. Maybe uh, they said Chiefs recently? Like was one of the, the more Chiefs loud might ones? have just broke it, but I think probably it's always it's kind consi- of been super dope, consistently right? though. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. if you want to like, there's like it's funny because like you guys are indoors, so you'd think that'd be way louder. Yeah, and but there's actually a quote from Brett. Oh yeah, uh, and it's like on the walls of the Superdome of like in like it's like a hype thing for like the fans to like read when they're like getting yeah. into their seats because he won his Super Bowl there too, right? When he, did. he won with the Packers, yeah, he did. Yeah, but uh, it's like this quote from that that Vikings game. And he, like, talks about how, like, it was, like, 60 minutes of hell because of, like, how loud it was. 
the there was like uh well, and the late hits come on <laughs> there was, come but, there on. was <laughs> but there was like um, he also had to get like a special earpiece put yeah, in right. because it was so loud that uh-huh. like he couldn't hear the plays and like they had to come up with different ways to call plays and stuff because yeah. of how loud the dome is that's, and the coolest awesome. one for me um uh, it was 2006, and it was the first game back in the Dome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had season tickets at the time. Like, my family had season tickets. Yeah. And um, it's like the Steve Gleason punt uh, when he blocks the punts against the Falcons, who's, like, our rival. Okay. And, like, um, and so it's just, like, people are super emotional because it's, like, the first time back from Katrina. Right, right, And, right. like, everybody's, like, super sad, like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just emotional. Right. And then, like, we get this big blocked punt against uh, the Falcons, who are, like, the biggest rival. And then, like... It was just so cool because, like, you couldn't one, you couldn't hear anything. It's just white noise. Yeah, basically. it's just like it's so loud and like and like, but and then like it was just like you could feel like the entire city just be like, we're back. Right, right, right. Like, we, you know what, Katrina's over. Like, yeah. we're rebuilding. Like, yeah. it's finally we're back and like better than ever. Yeah, and it that's was super wild. cool. That's a cool. I mean, that's just a cool thing about sports in general. Mm-hmm. Like having moments like that. Yeah. It's like uh, David Ortiz after the Boston Bomber. Oh, when yeah. When he came out and he was like, this is our fucking city. And the place went nuts. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Boston just sort of like moved on. Yeah. yeah. And sports just like have that ability. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Love it's it. It's a little more rare in beach volleyball, but we've had some good moments as well. Uh, back in the day, it was, I feel like when Geeter was on the mic, he, yeah. he got them going pretty mm-hmm. damn good. But uh, World Champs. Hamburg a few years ago was like where I like got pulled out of the game. I was like, holy shit. Like I yeah. can't talk to Trevor right now. It's yeah. so loud. Yeah. 13, Did you play 000. in the world champs in uh, Vienna? No, Cause, I was out. Because that looked, oh man, that's right. Because that place looked crazy. That was massive. But Hamburg was like a little more indoors, you know. They had that the roof closed. Yeah. And it was a tennis stadium. So it was like. The place where I feel 000. like you can actually feel it the most in America mm-hmm. is actually at like these grassroots tournaments. Yeah, I could see that. Like FUDs and mm-hmm. like really? Seaside yeah. and like, uh, I mean, there's times at FUDs like um, the first time that uh, we won, um, me and JD won with, it was with Joey and then Luca. Um, <laughs> I love that I ran into Luca in Italy last year. <laughs> I'm hoping one day I get to see Luca in Italy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, it was like... Uh, Cause I mean we're like the local kids and like that was like right when like Judd started bringing in like all the big dogs yeah. and um, stuff like that and it was like um, people were like well all these like out towners and the California guys are coming in and winning our tournament uh-huh. and like then like me and like JD won and like everybody just went absolutely insane like right. and like it's like super cool because I mean that and then like Seaside that one was incredible as well I think FUDs the FUDs finals and Seaside finals are the biggest crowds I've played in front really? of and that rivals I played Chase and Troy on center court in Hermosa Beach and it was like pretty decently full stadium and FUDs and Seaside were, were oh yeah bigger. the AVP that's yeah. right FUDs can get, I mean, the one that we won, I think was, it was the biggest by volume of teams. And then like the final, oh, well, the semifinals was really where it was like That was epic. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And that was like, I mean, we played against Rosie and uh, D. Lee, Jeff Samuels, Ed, Ed Ratledge, Satterfield. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, like everybody just wanted to go and watch that game because it's like, all right, because Travis, I mean, still considered a local there. Like, yeah. I mean, he's close enough. Like, right. what, Navarre was yeah. 20, minutes 20 minutes from Fort from Walton. Walton. And so, like, they're like, our local guys going <laughs> up against the, the Olympians. <laughs> yeah. And, like, 
we're we're gonna take Heck him down. Crap, and like, oh yeah. yeah, and like I mean, like very very like that. the like the the crowd at Fuds is not usually pro any team, like right. But they were a hundred percent pro us, like yeah. in that game. <laughs> Like That's they're perfect. like they're like booing like like Rosie and stuff and then like I was like when have you ever been in a stadium where Rosie's getting booed? <laughs> <laughs> the southeast, that's where. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's how it should be, though. (laughs) No, I mean, (laughs) Rosie could not be happier, you know, when a crowd is actually making noise for someone, even if it's not him. Yeah. I mean, he's he freaking traveled around with the Raiders for half his career, you know? (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) No, those are great. I love those smaller events that, like, just have, like, the passion. And, um, I mean, yeah, there's certain AVPs where the fans are there, but they're not. More actually, more so international AVPs. Yeah, Wapaka too. Wow, Wapaka last year was insane. That's what I've heard. Yeah, the grass, right? And we put well, no, and I mean the beach too. Yeah, because we played the Baumgrens in the finals, and I mean that's like they love best things in sliced bread. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Um, is Baumgrens volleyball. Yeah, right. Um, And I mean, super loud for them, and I mean. I mean, like the same thing, just having that kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. volleyball, even if it's not for you, is yeah. so, so, so cool. It's so fun. And and having the fans close, too. Like yeah. back in the day, the six man out here, those are some of my best beach mm-hmm. volleyball memories. They like pull up ropes, like, hey, you can't pass this. So, like, yeah. well, six man was. Well, six man's even crazier because I've seen pictures. The, the fans just can't be on the court. Yeah. It's <laughs> literally like they're, they're, they're on the, the line. line. You're like yeah. crawling through yeah, like them. Cameron and like crazy. It's like diving. <laughs> yeah. Catch me. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, those are the best. I mean, just good vibes. And usually you're a little more relaxed. Like, you want to win it so bad. But you're also willing to, like, engage with the fans. And, like, whereas in a big world championship or something, you're like, yeah, no, I'm going to stay focused and yeah. conserve my energy. And be, yeah. you When know. you can't even really engage with the fan because at that point, like, they're so they're far, far away. away yeah. It's like, okay, like... You can't, like, pick one guy over there, like, hey. Like, yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's a good... Hey, guys, fifth time. row. <laughs> <laughs> fifth row. Yeah. Me and you, we're going to go back and forth this match. Yeah. Yeah, but I, that's what I love, like, they have, like, this old school charm to them. Like all the grassroots yeah. tournaments, like the Wapakas, the Seasides, like all the AVP Next Golds that are now turning into tour series events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see what they look like as tour series events under a more professional umbrella. Yeah. Although I do think it's still AVP America that's promoting them and, and hosting them. So I think they'll keep that kind of the like local, somewhat local charm yeah. vibe. Yeah. I think yeah. the only issue with like the, the tour series ones is going to be. Um, it's just going to be tough because it's going to... I feel like it's going to be more of, like, a professional event. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, um, like you don't get that local team that's, like, the 60 seed. And then, like, Seaside. Like, Seaside, there was... Logan was telling me the year before that he went, there was these two kids from, like... And like, literally, like, they let their high school out to go watch this game against <laughs> Logan and Rafi. I love and, it. And uh, they pushed Logan and Rafi, like, 17, 15, and 3. And, uh, and, but like their whole high school is out cheering, like, but like, you don't, you're not going to get the 60 seat underdog anymore, which right. kind of, right. I mean, takes away, I feel like it takes away from that local, like yeah. Yeah. we got our local guy in there, yeah. well, which is kind of hard. You guys played the local heroes your first round, which actually, can you just like tell the whole, your whole seaside experience? Try this is like, you should give local wild card. Like I thought you were talking about local. The first one was, uh, me and Delaney were just talking about that because, um, 
Someone from Texas, uh, LJ Luciano. You can't give too many wild card, like give spots away from ABP next, right. and then a local. But the only, and, then, and the biggest problem is that internationally you have the local promoters. You have right. like Volleyball Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put our guys right. in, but there's no local promoters, like uh-huh. organizations. Because, yeah. like, should a Texas be, team be in Austin? One. I, think, I think so, because they have a great local fan base. Right. And Steve and Pete are very legit. AVP but I think the team. problem is if you go to Seattle or like Muskegon, yeah, know, like what, who are we gonna find? <laughs> we um, don't have to put one in. <laughs> yeah, it, but it is a good option. Maybe there's like a, maybe there should be like a, a stipulation like, hey, if you're ranked above this, you get the wild card if it's in oh, that's a good a, idea. within a certain yeah, radius yeah, yeah. of your home yeah. or something like and that. And then how do you determine? You know, like, I feel like there had to be very specific rules. Like, okay, if it's not this, then it it doesn't work. Okay. Like you have to live. It, yeah, you have state. to. Yeah, like you have to be within a certain mile radius of the the event. You have to be in a certain amount of the points, and then yeah, that's like two stipulations. I guess. Or you like, just decide and be like, hey, <laughs> we apparently everyone loves these guys in this yeah. town. We're letting them in. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that works too. You that know works. what? We're gonna get pe- people's asses in the seats because of these guys that we're in. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what. The and then well, I mean do. they're gonna be the 16 seed. Uh, you put them as the last match of the first round yep. against the one seed, yep. and then I mean that's literally that's packing your 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 Friday. Yeah, they packing get to watch Friday. the best. They get to watch their team and the best team at the same time. Yeah, and they're gonna be cheering really really hard for yeah. it, which is awesome. And maybe you get a Cinderella story. Yeah, and the Texas fans they will they'll be rowdy. They'll, they'll I'm, be excited for, I'm excited for I'm excited for New Orleans because I don't think people are ready for the New Orleans fan base. <laughs> God, I hope we can go. I'd uh, love to just go get. I mean, there. just just <laughs> the I thought you were going to talk about the, the local story. Our, our first our first local story was whenever we won New Orleans. I thought that's when you were going to talk about not oh, Seaside because yeah. that one. I mean, it was hilarious to me because I mean. Um, at that point, like I wasn't like a top top seed in like those yeah. smaller events. Like, you guys were on like the nine ten. Yeah, and so we end up. Uh, and this is just a for context. Uh, this is the AVP Next Gold New Orleans, the first AVP Next Gold of the season last year. Mm-hmm. And that was me, Jake McNeil, and Will Hoey were taking bets. We drafted teams in Sofia, Bulgaria, and we were watching along. And so you were like the nine or ten seed, mm-hmm. um, and off you went. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was just funny because um, like. The whole time, uh, Rob, you know Rob, Bruce, big yeah, beard yeah, yeah. Uh, from Coconut. Love Rob. Uh, yeah. And he's, he like tells the, the guys, and it's like the same thing where you're like, you know what, like you got to get these guys in. You got to get these guys in. Yeah. And so he's like, they built this like stadium court that was pretty sick, uh-huh. like for an AVP Next Gold. Like they had like a VIP bleachers oh, and like they had probably like a 500 uh capacity stands uh-huh. with like open ends on the back. So like there was probably close to like, 800 to 1,000 people watching the final. Yeah. And so, like, uh, but uh, he's, like, telling uh, the people running, uh, I don't I think it's John King or whatever, and he's like, you got to get them on center. You got to get these guys on right. center. They're going to draw a crowd. Yeah. You got to get these guys on center. It's our local guy. Got to get them on center. And so it gets down to the semifinals, and you have a main draw matchup as of last year. It was Troy and Eric versus Piotr and Rafu. And they're playing on stadium court, uh-huh. and then we're playing a court. It backs into the so this is stadium court, and it like backs into uh, another court. Right. And so stadium court is almost overflowing people back into it, and like crowded around our court, no watching way. our court. <laughs> and because and they're like, we don't care about these main draw guys. We want right. to watch the local guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 for <laughs> yeah. sure. Which I think just adds to the point, right? It's totally yeah. worthy. And you guys won. How many matches did you have to play? 
Day two, six matches. Five, day two? five matches. Five day matches. Two? Day two. Did, like did these AVP necks are they're they're heavy workloads. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Panama City played what, probably four. I played four the second day, yeah, and we lost in the semis. Yeah. You, you guys, what, Marty and we lost to Marty and Caleb. Marty and Caleb in. 17, 15, the third. Okay. They'll be a good team. It's good yeah. to see Marty having fun playing volleyball again. Yeah, he just right. he, He's like the AVP cockroach. Like, as soon as you think he's dead, he's back. And he's playing such good volleyball. I can't wait to see man. that guy again. I'm, I think I, I'm, I'm kind of upset because I partially was, like, part of the reason. I, I was, like, texting him. I was, like, yeah, like, at well, the end of last year. I was, yeah. like, yeah, let's play some tournaments, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, we played, like, two or, like, one or two, I think. And, uh, and I was, like, dang, Marty's, like, yeah, I'm good now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm good to go back. And Damn, I was now like, I got to deal with Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but now, um, how's your AVP points looking uh, at this point? Uh, You're with Kalinske. We are the eight seed. Eight, yeah. yeah. So you're main draw guy now. Yeah. And how many did you get in last year, main draw? Two out of the three. So we... And that was your first two main draws? Yeah. So right. I will. I mean, hopefully it continues to go this way. Right. But I'll never have had to qualify because <laughs> oh, I've wow. only I've only done the I've gone like oh, the yeah. wild card AVP next gold yeah. route, which like <laughs> and there's no they're way harder than qualifiers because you're playing a thousand percent because you're playing like three teams in the final round of a qualifier in right. the whole tournament and yeah. you have to win the whole thing. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, me and A Rob. I mean, we played you guys, and the cool thing about those tournaments is that they're a lot of times you get a, a second life like in Seaside it's double limb yeah that um, one was great but I mean yeah, so most of them it's single limb like if you're <laughs> oh yeah like you're done modified pool play you're out <laughs> yeah but I mean you guys had to win I don't know probably eight matches in Seaside yeah and I mean that was on that top of so we we lost in the qualifier in Atlanta uh-huh, okay. um, we lost in the round to get in that was I think that's the one match I still have to take back to this day because we're up 19-16 in the second set after winning the first. And yeah, I didn't know that. I, I got like that, oh. you know, like you're like looking ahead just a little too much. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, we're in the main draw. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're not in the main draw. And we are like on our way to the airport. We lost to uh, Avery and Miles and uh, Miles Partain in three. And we're like, all right, we got to go to the airport because we signed up for Seaside, which started the next day. It was on a, it was a Friday, Saturday uh-huh. tournament, which I was like, like why does it have to be packed right. <laughs> um but like friday saturday we we travel thursday night i end up getting uh delayed in atlanta to the point where i miss my connection in phoenix to to portland oh so i get into phoenix at i want to say like one in the morning uh-huh. and then i have to get on a flight i have to I'm, i figured it out on the flight because we we're delayed. Then we they were like, "All right, we're gonna hold the plane for you." And then like we held like you know how sometimes you're on the runway and you just don't take off for like thirty minutes. Yeah. And then that happened, and oh. I was like, "Shit!" Like I was, like, I just in my head I was like, "I know I'm not making my connection now." For sure. And so like I like buy the eight dollar Wi-Fi on Southwest, and I'm like looking up and seeing if I'm gonna make my connection. I see that I'm not. Uh-huh. And then Logan was on a different flight, and so he made it in at like two in the morning to Portland. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I can't just leave Logan there and not have a partner now. Like I got to figure out a way to get there. So then I'm on the flight and I'm like, 
well, I'm already on my way here. I already bought a flight. Like, I might as well just drop another $300 on a, a flight on Alaska Airlines yeah. up to Portland. So uh, I leave at, like, I get in at 1 a.m. I have to wake up at, like, 3 a.m. Oh. To, to get up to go to the airport for a 5 a.m. flight. We, oh. we fly up. We get into to Portland. And then uh, I think I get in at, like, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Our first match is at... Uh, 11 or 12 i can't remember but basically it's an hour and a half drive from portland to seaside hey guys how's it going wanted to take a quick second here to let you know about an awesome product that we discovered this off season it is called eversun lighting eversun lighting is an extremely portable and versatile lighting system built for outdoor after dark activities such as beach volleyball we used it in the mckibben format this year had an amazing night match, which you probably saw on YouTube. The company is expanding quickly. They're on their third production model, and that unit is called the Apollo. That's the one you're going to want to get your hands on. It is made up of two LED lights, 100% lithium-ion battery-powered, 18,000 total lumens, and if you're going to carry it around, it's about the size of a snowboard case. Weighs 35 pounds. Light head detaches from the telescopic mass, which goes from 5 feet all the way up to 20 feet high. That mast is ultra light and ultra strong made of carbon fiber. If you get two of these lights, they can light up a beach court easily. You get four of them, it's gonna be like a professional match. You also can swap out the batteries. Each battery will last about five hours. So these are extremely versatile. The Apollo units are currently being sold on pre-order because of there was so much success in the McKibben Foreman. Special pricing for pre-order and the early bird special goes through April 30th. You're going to want to go to eversunlighting.com and use discount code SANDCAST for your 10% off these lights. You will not regret it. Again, use discount code SANDCAST and you can have some of the best night matches of your life. So you showed up at... So we literally, we parked the car, like threw our bags on our back and then we walked on the court, 10 minutes start. Oh, my God. And we end up playing it freaking... a really good team. Tanner Woods, and, Tanner Evan Woods Enriquez, and Evan Enriquez. Who, I mean, good Division One college volleyball players. Hawaii, Evan's yeah. one of libero them. at Stanford, maybe? He, yeah. He's from Hawaii, huh? Yeah. And then um, they end up losing, I mean, against us, which is the round of 32. Yeah, bro. And they still, I mean, what? They had to play like eight matches on Friday. And they make it all the way back. I think they end up taking fifth. Yeah. But, like, they were just on this tear, destroying teams. Oh. And I was like, of course, this is the team that we end up playing first. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tanner's, like, bombing jump serves. I'm, like, two hours of sleep. I'm like, I can't even, like, I'm not yeah. even awake right now. And this dude's about to, like, hit me in the chest with a serve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we end up pulling that out. Uh, we make it to Saturday, thankfully. We lost to Trav in the winner's quarters. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I just made it to Saturday. I, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get some f- good food and then I'll worry about Saturday when it gets there. And then, uh, we end up seeing him again in the finals and we, we ended up beating him in the finals, but that's how we got our bid to Chicago. Oh, that's how it happened. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So like, I was like, it was well no, worth it. Really. It was earned. It was earned. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> yes. sure. So when you say like I've never had to qualify, I'm yeah. like, uh, let's get, take a quick timeout on that. You've had, you've earned your qualifications. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully it's um, easy sailing now. Main draws. Yeah, that's uh, that's the there. plan. Uh, how is the overlap with the point system, the tour versus pro? Points is oh, like how man. many people are going to be falling off the bat? It's going to be way different than it used to be. 
Because uh. like winning the AVP Next Gold is like the equivalent of taking a fifth in a, a pro series. No shit. Yeah. Wait, AVP Next Gold, so, fifth in So like all okay. three of that we won, like whenever we won so three, like fifth fifth we had three fifth place finishes in the main draw. Whoa. By points. Yeah. And then if you win Jeez. a tour series of the 50K ones, it's the equivalent of a third. Okay. So, the, well, the tour series, I get that, like, because there's a real AVP tournaments now. But, like, it's the equivalent of, like, a third. That's yeah, like but a third with a, of a fully... Like, if I'm, if like, a, a team that's anywhere, that? like, I mean, we're probably even close on that range. Like, I would say if you're top six, you're good. Yeah. But, like, anywhere 8 to 12, like... I'm going to the tours and like I'm trying to get those third place points yeah. and like yeah because they don't count against you right yeah so it's like why wouldn't I totally right? I think the reason for that for the point system I don't think that the AVP next gold should count that high they're good tournaments but, but that's, no that's crazy yeah um, I think it should be equivalent like a ninth yeah, at, at most yeah may ninth or thirteenth but I think ninth crazy. because it gives you a little bit more variance and you do have times or. Pretty much every one that we've played in is there's been a main draw team there. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean, so if you're beating a main draw team, I'll, I'll give you a ninth. Like, yeah, I think at most though it's worth a ninth. Yeah, agreed there. Um, but I think with the tour series, I get it because they're trying to incentivize people to play all the events and and keep the tour series quality. So I, right. I get that they would at least try to start. If a pro series that. team has a bad event, like two in a row, did you can be out? You're like straight up. Yeah, welcome back Don't to AVP next. <laughs> AVP next. I mean, any team. Not that's not excluding. I was gonna say. Anyone. Yeah, you can have a top five team. Just freaking. It's at least the, four out of yeah. six, though. It's out not F5EB now. Three out of four. Oh, yeah. That's brutal. Oh yeah. Like you can be straight that's up true. elite sixteen to like freaking almost like. Oh, it's four out of six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the AVP is now just uh, your best out of a window. It's not. Your oh, finishes really? don't no longer you no longer push finishes out. You just oh. have a window. It's like play all the events you want. Nothing hurts you. <laughs> I'm still me and Logan them. are in the best position to do anything. Then oh, yeah. play all of them. <laughs> yeah, really. If the point system was just a straight up aggregate, like who has the most volume of points, you and Logan would be like the top dogs. In oh the world. yeah, we like we <laughs> looked. Oh, yeah. We're number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We looked in like. Um, us individually, like, because, like, during COVID, like, they kept 2020 and 2021 all together. Yeah. So it was, like, two years of events, not just one. <laughs> and we were, like, we, like, if we just had our own points and nobody else, we would be the one seed in almost every single tournament <laughs> in the country. No partner needed. No partner needed. <laughs> That's crazy. They used to do that. Remember, like, um, how Samoy Lobs and them were... World Tour champion, right. points champions for their yeah. sponsors. Where <laughs> because they were, it was just total points. Yeah, and like, they just played the as the, they played the most and events. They and they calculated it, and good. then they went to their sponsors after and like, we get our bonuses. We're number one in the world. But they weren't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean smart move the by them. Yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think Cantor and Lociak did the same thing. They just Maybe pull that one. Pull yeah. that <laughs> I don't know if there is a ranking for that, but... Maybe you make one. We have the uh, <laughs> that like the AVP America Grand Prix. You you show them that be like number one. Yeah. <laughs> what sponsors do you have now? Um. So Zinka, I've got that. Um, Corey uh, Seeger. So Seeger Shambar, okay. White Sands, um, and Republic. It's a bar. The baseball as well. player. 
Wait, no, Corey Seager? He's, so he's a, he's a guy from oh, okay. he's from Louisiana, but he owns a bar. His name's Corey Seager. Oh, okay, gotcha. But no, a, I was like, oh, maybe he's that's where he's from. Sweet. <laughs> uh, like, owns bars down there. <laughs> but um, Corey and he has another partner that uh, owns a bar downtown, and so okay. them. Um, wow, I'm blanking. Slunks. Uh, Just yeah, kind of. I was gonna say rep stuff. Rep yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I just kind of got a sweet deal. It was more like it's with a clothing brand, but they're like, you don't have to wear any of our clothes. We just want you to like create awareness for our brand. And like, basically they're one of like, like so like Smack does a lot of club volleyball uniforms. Yeah. They're basically Smack, but like in the Midwest. Okay. Um, and so uh, it's called Frisco Mo. And she's like, yeah, like, uh, you played against my my son in college, and he's like, he thinks you'd be a great ambassador for like trying to help me like build this and like trying to branch out of uh, Wisconsin. And basically, we're gonna figure out how to how to do this together. And just I want you to to represent my my brand well. And That's pretty sweet. I don't care if you post about me on social media or anything. It's just more. She's like, I want to one help you out, and then two like uh, create like she wants to create like a network of athletes like in beach volleyball or indoor volleyball that like are able to get like another source of income basically through her. Very cool. And so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, hustle and flow volleyball, which is in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know John Brady, but he, uh, just mm-hmm. uh, plays a lot of grass. Okay. And so whenever I had my few minutes of fame in the grass for like three tournaments <laughs> yeah. uh he he met me and was like hey love to to sponsor you and then um actually it's the the one the last one is uh, a sandbox volleyball in cleveland okay um and i got that sponsorship because of that tournament i played love with logan it. so that random tournament we went to in ohio <laughs> ended up paying off because he's like i love just watching you play volleyball and like i want you to like rep our brand because i love the way you play and i, I like want you to come in and help run clinics and stuff like that and yeah it's awesome that's a long list for uh, your first year in main draw well done good stuff (laughs) and we're hopefully add a couple more things who knows yeah Yeah. i mean we talk a lot about how you know you need to be sort of a product and start Mm -hmm. doing you know being an entertainer and just like doing other things other than just playing and you're doing it there's long doing my best (laughs) long time main draw players that don't have any sponsors yeah just don't put themselves out there and go and get it so yeah i think the the thing that most people like find issue with is like the the part of like um like one social media i think most people don't understand how to use social media right and like how to use it effectively right and i, I mean i don't fully still know how to do it but like um to me it's like a simple concept of like you know what like you've got these people that are supporting you like blast them out there mm-hmm. and like you know what let's just go create like i i mean like go film your match and then go post a highlight right you know what i mean like and yeah. like it's not super difficult and you're already and guess what then you're watching film so you're getting better because you're reviewing yourself right yeah so that's what i would do like i'd straight up i'd play in my tournament and I'd have all of my my stuff on my phone and on my flight back i would just watch on the flights and that's all and that's how i would like kind of build Pull it that's how i built out. it yeah, yeah. That's how I built up, like, the social media part of things. And, like, uh, people genuinely, like, if you're not a professional athlete and, like, you know professional athletes. So, like, one, being personal, Mm -hmm. I think, goes a long way. Right. Like, people genuinely appreciate that. And, like, I mean, I, like, my thing is, like, 
uh, going on like these like volleyball vacations and stuff. And it's like getting to meet other people and like they one share the passion like for volleyball, but two, like you get to meet a lot of cool people and find out a lot of cool stories about people's lives and just like stuff that you don't know about because like they're like great at something else and like you don't get to experience that sphere but they can like explain like their life and stuff to you which Mm -hmm. I think is really cool Um, and like creating that personal connection and then people just like like for some reason like if they feel like they're involved and like you they know where you've been and like they it's like the easiest conversation starter and like people love to follow that so like people are just like oh I saw you were here that's awesome I love like seeing like you know what I mean and then you could create a a network then at some point you're like hey i'm gonna be here at a certain point like anybody live here and then right. like you create that connection create a fan base so really some cool. merch or something and you know that those fans will probably be on board with it yeah real fans right yeah. exactly and that's what you're looking <laughs> i mean looking for for the most yeah. part yeah one real fans better than you know 30 fake instagram followers See, right. or yeah. whatever what's that rule it's uh the tim ferris 1000 true fans or if you have yeah. a thousand true fans, that's all you really need. Because then if you put out a pizza, like a piece of merch or whatever, like yeah. you're a thousand true fans, like we'll buy your shirt mm-hmm. or your yeah. your coffee mug or and then whatever. I, I give a lot of credit to Louisiana volleyball as a whole. We're a crazy, like I think just in general, like Louisiana, if if they're going to get behind a sport, they're going to go all out for right, you. Yeah. And so that's been like huge like help because it's like been a huge support base already yeah you know what i mean like once the second that i started traveling for stuff everybody just like clung to it so i'd go back to coconut beach during the week and then like you're out there and like people are playing leagues and they're like i saw you were here saw you were here and like they just love to talk about it and that's that that was the easiest fan base to get because i mean like it was just right there at home and they knew me from growing up playing with them this i mean avp new orleans this year assuming the what, four or five teams might be gone? You might be a top three seed. Yeah. You're going to have a solid little fan base it's right a, there. Yeah. You'll be I'm there. excited for Kristen it. and Taryn will be there. Tony and Sav Hopefully, be pretty close. They, uh, they'll have to qualify. Because so, well, Austin points won't count won't for count. New Orleans. Oh. I, Bummer. Uh, oh, also, by the way, if you want to decide to sign up for ADP or not, um, it's next this week. I think it's like this. New Orleans? Friday or maybe what next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, that's when it is. Next Tuesday. So yes, April twenty sixth. I always wait for them to send me that last second reminder. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> I oh god, the Austin entry list. If you stop so sending funny. these emails, because like, sure it was like no top was, like, teams. Four teams signed up. I was like, is and it then, tonight like, the deadline? And then it was just like, whew, like fifty teams. I was gonna say, and then there's like, then there's like the guys are like, wait. Are they really not going to go? <laughs> yeah. We're going to sign up. And so then there's going to be like 30 teams. And like the team that was like the, the, the four seed at the beginning of the day is now the 30 so seed. so funny. Plus, like, you know, I, I think they've done a few times where a team didn't sign up in time and they snuck one in. Yeah. Slap on the wrist. Don't do that one again. Yeah. Yeah. You're making us look bad. But yes, we want you to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cool to see, like, there's the, the big four from Louisiana right now. I mean, you got you, Kristen, Taryn, and Tony. I mean, Kristen, Taryn, and Tony won the first three international medals out of LSU ever in the same weekend. Because Kristen, Taryn won gold in Australia, and then Tony won bronze. Yeah. And then Tony and Sav go out and qualify. It's, uh, that area's coming up, man. Yeah. It's fun to watch. And uh, Savvy, in the, the few weeks that she's... Uh, been in in new orleans she's she's an honorary member now yeah. already joey's accepted her the the whole volleyball community's like yep 
She's ours now. She's once like, she, Joe takes her in. Exactly. Once Joe cooks out some some short ribs for you, you're in. She hasn't Joe, had the short ribs. <laughs> I was gonna say if you come, you need to come yeah. to our ribeye dinner. Yeah, I need to get I need to get in. And with you the know what you need first. to do? You yeah, need to do like a draw you guys. You need to do a sand a sand cast after dark and just oh. give Joey give Joey a, a, a bottle of wine and that's Man. that's what you need to do. That could be actually. I think I think a podcast with Joey Keener in New Orleans is is a must. There you go, Joey. But. If you're in Ostrava, you're in. we'll have to get a sub. But God, I don't know. Which, I'll I've be able to pull to... out the stories from him. If you, want, if you need a guest host. <laughs> we'll take you. Yeah. You're probably going to have to take my spot there. <laughs> it's all you. You can't, can't skip the elites. Uh, I really want to. Yeah. Well, even if we skip it, the whole point of skipping it would be to like break up the whole Turkey, Ostrava, yeah. Latvia, world champs for two weeks. Yeah. So then if I skipped an elite... And then played in AVP, I wouldn't exactly be taking a break. True. I'm, I'm trying to figure out any situation to where it makes sense to play in, <laughs> in New Orleans, but it's not looking good. Yeah. Joey Keener, coming for you, buddy. There yes. Go. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we've kept you here for a while. Is there anything uh, that we haven't mentioned that you want to bring up? Uh, I think uh, of one thing, we've mentioned him a couple of times, but I want to give him a little more airtime. And I know he kick my ass if I didn't give him a little more airtime is uh is JD, JD and how much he's, he's meant to to my journey because um, I mean I think a lot of people don't know that like uh 2017 and uh we made two two rounds to get in um and then I got in a third one in 2019 with uh Kevin Vlela but um we like went through a lot and grew up a lot together, uh, yeah. and like kind of just like lived your true we were kings of uh, beach volleyball <laughs> bum lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and uh, but he, I mean, like he helped uh, kind of like build what I am today. You know what I mean? And uh, I had a lot of like partnership years with him and um, a great friend now in volleyball. But uh, he means a lot to this journey, and like we still talk a lot and um, still trying to like. I mean, like he. Uh, a certain point was like watching film of me and like talking to Joey like hey I feel like we could do this and like so it, he was really part of like the team still you know what I mean even though at a certain point we parted ways and uh, he had to go be big boy dad to, to Mav yeah. uh, but uh, he, he he was a huge he's still a huge part of that success and uh, I'll give I'll give you our our road dog story of the <laughs> the century um, for uh, for a parting gift um, and, and to me it's it's like the epitome of like uh, of the Blues Brothers whenever they're like we got 106 miles in Chicago got a full tank of gas half pack of cigarettes let's get it let's get it and so basically this is what we did so it was uh, the first time we made the round to get in we played we lost to Chase Frischman and um, oh, New York. Michael Brunsting, Brunsting in New York. Yeah, and we were uh, staying with one of JD's friends in uh, Harlem. But at that point, we booked all of our trips super far in advance because we're just trying to like figure out how we could do it as cheap as possible, and that's yeah. the best way to do it. And uh, we had we were like on like Spirit and like, <laughs> and so like, we have like one backpack like packed for like five days from like Wednesday to Sunday. Because uh, we're like, you know what? We're gonna do it. Like, it, we're gonna qualify every time. We're gonna make it to Sunday. We gotta, we yeah. gotta be prepared if that happens. Um, but we end up doing that in New York, and um, we didn't really have any money, uh, <laughs> so we we lost on Thursday, and we're like, crap. We have like 
80 bucks between <laughs> the two of us and our bank accounts for the weekend. It's like $20 a meal in New York. This just doesn't <laughs> add up. Um, and, but we end up finding out that the girl we're staying with, um, she's like, yeah, there's a tournament in New Jersey. We're going to play on Saturday. Um, and so we're like, and then we're like, how much does it cost? And uh, she's like, 80 bucks. And we're like, no way. <laughs> no way. And so we go, like, drop our 80 bucks on the registration for a gav. And um, we drive there that morning. Don't have food the entire day. So, like, <laughs> breakfast, we wake up at, like, 5 in the morning. And we're like, well, all right. Uh, we've got our, our – we don't even have water, actually. I was going to say we're going to have our gallons of water, and but we didn't have water. It's like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yes. We're like, we don't, we don't have money for anything. But it's just like, all right, well, uh, we're going to show up, and we'll see what happens. So uh, we actually show up to the beach in New Jersey. I don't know if you knew this, but there's actually private beaches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so we had to pay like six bucks each. Oh, yeah, that blew my mind. And like, thankfully, I, I had like, that. I had like twenty bucks in my wallet. Like, thankfully, yeah. like, so I was like, all right, this is it. We're getting onto the beach and uh, yeah. let's roll it. Uh, we lose our first game of pool play, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and we're like, God, I'm hungry. <laughs> and you're like so hungry, man. And so like, I had my twenty bucks, and so we take the $8 left that we didn't use on getting onto the beach. And uh, we go in, you know, the, we decide the best thing to get at that point. We're depressed. We're sad. We split an ice cream cone. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I love my treats, Trav. <laughs> no real fuel. Uh, and so we go and buy an ice cream cone, and we just split this ice cream cone. You're like, you know what, man? Let's just go have fun. I'm trying to picture you guys like, splitting an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> you take it. Not like an ice cream sandwich where you can break <laughs> Just trade and lick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we spent a lot of time it's together. Cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> um, and so you're like, you know, all right, let's go have fun the rest of the day. Um, we uh, end up breaking out a pool. Uh, we win the, the last three games. And then um, it was one of those uh, just like play and like hopefully we finish before dark tournaments. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because a lot of the teams we've played against is like teams who are still relevant in the qualifier today. So like yeah. we end up playing like an, a really young Jake Arudia okay. in the semis and Oren, that little lefty. Yeah, Zindorf. Yeah. yeah and so cute. we end up playing them in the semis. We beat them in the semis. Um, and at this point, all of like the friends and stuff, they're like out the tournament and they're like shoveling all their snacks at us or like giving us <laughs> water and like they're like all right we're invested in this yeah. now like we had this one friend and she like recruited a whole like team for us like all right if y'all got extras I if we got it. leftovers get them for the boys <laughs> um and we end up playing uh like legend on the east coast chris frazier in okay. the finals um and he's playing with Jose. okay uh, i mean still two really good players that yeah. are still playing in the qualifiers and yeah. stuff um and we're playing one game to 28 uh, in the middle of the game, we're down. Uh, JD has a heart condition, and like at that point, like he was had no clue like how to like control it. Yeah. And so he like just bought like a heart monitor, and all he, like in the middle of the game, he's like, "Dude, all I know is my heart rate's like 190. I might oh, I might die right now." <laughs> oh god. And so we call a medical timeout, and he's like, "Dude, I don't think we can finish." And I was like. But we need food. <laughs> like you're playing. That's not happening. <laughs> like no, we're 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 finishing this so we can eat. <laughs> and um, we end up uh, finishing. Uh, we're down 27-25 in a game of twenty-eight. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, we've we've lost. Oh well. Uh, 
Not Dang. eating for days. And then, uh, well, I, I guess it's, it's been good, JD. Um, we end up uh, coming back, like, hitting, like, two trickle aces or, like, hitting a line. And, yeah. like, I was, I was talking about Jose in Panama City action. Yeah. I was like, I remember that freaking game. Man. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm so upset about that game to this day. He's like, I don't know how y'all ended up winning that game. We're 27-25. And then we end up winning 29-27. And, like, all the people that were giving us snacks, like, stormed the court. It's like the Super Bowl. They were like, we can eat. <laughs> and then we end up going to um, Wawa, which is like, oh, nice, yeah, like the best place. gas station you could possibly ever go to. Uh, <laughs> when you said best, I, I thought you were gonna say like restaurant. No, <laughs> it's like gas no, station. like <laughs> this like gas station has like all of like the food you could want. You order mm-hmm. like on a touch screen, oh, and like no they way. like give you like yeah, and That's so impressive. like. We go and order like $30 worth of food at this Wawa, like, which is really hard to do because it's cheap gas station food. Right, yeah. I ordered like a dozen donuts and like yeah. chicken <laughs> strips and all kinds. I mean, like, literally, I'm yeah. like, I'm blowing the budget. We're getting every, whatever we want tonight. That's like Hawaii. I feel like I came up to the mainland and, and I didn't realize that people don't like eat their meals at 7 Eleven and like the gas station. Yeah. In Hawaii, we have like manapuas and yeah. like all the, you know, musubis and mm-hmm. full meals. They don't, they don't really have. Do that here. On the East Coast, they do a little do. bit, a little yeah. bit maybe. Up and down the East Coast, we have a lot of like Wawa's, and I had a place called Sheets growing up. You could Sheets, they have best coffee. And, yeah, Sheets is great, mm. but yeah, Wawa, you can you can do some damage. It's the road dog. Wawa. Wawa. We yeah. and we Serious did road dog life right there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. Love JD. He was uh, both of our like first like open partners, JD Hamilton. His favorite story to tell, and uh, uh, he's gonna love that. I say it now is uh. The first time we ever played together, I was 15, and I was still short and fat. And he, he never lets me forget. He's like, he, whenever I, we, he's like, no matter how good you ever get, whenever I play with you, you're short and fat. And we split block. Yeah. Now, Mikel's, you're not short and fat anymore. Mikel's got you ripped up. Yeah, feeling really good. Good. Really, really good. It's you and Bill. It also helps uh, not being in Louisiana anymore where there's, like, fried food around every corner. Dude, it's, yeah. it is so hard to be healthy down there, man. Like, in Panama City, me and Tim were like, how are people not fat here? And then we looked around and we are like, oh, oh, they are. everyone is fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Like, no, I, like, felt bad because, like, and... um, I mean, Bill, like, super, like, health conscious. And, like, he's like, yeah, let's go out to eat. And I was, like, trying to, like, find places. And I was like. Yeah. Bill's gonna die this weekend. There's no there's no <laughs> yeah. food that he can eat. Man, you go to like Drago's and, and like dude, the best oysters in the world, but you are just it's like you were just taking out a stick of butter with a side of an oyster. Oh. And it, it's amazing. But you, you so get out of New point. Orleans, man, you come back five, ten pounds heavier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're grateful for it. You love it. <laughs> Sounds great. It is. It's love, that's all it is. The love sticks to love the animals. <laughs> You got uh, Mexico coming up, um, and then are you going to try to get in FIVBs? Yeah, so we have Mexico um, this weekend coming up, then Austin, and then hopefully after Austin will be, I, I don't think it'll end up happening, Madrid. We pulled out. Yeah. We, I mean, we were on the one, one step list. closer. We were on the reserve list with 450 points. I was going to say, there's like... We'd have been main draw in Australia. There was like, um, no, it's, uh, which one is it? It's... Um, one of them coming up has like eighty something teams signed up for the freaking yeah. futures. It's crazy, man. Yeah, and I was like, there in Europe, there's it's gonna be way harder because yeah, it's just closer. I was like looking and I was like, for a futures to to get in, realistically, you have to have like five hundred points now. 
Which on the world tour is it's a solid at that number. Level, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Considering, right. you know, if you win in Norsega, you split three twenty. Yeah. So I mean it's it, it'll take a minute. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> I'm hoping like obviously Bill's still got some points. He's able to replace a finish. Nice. Uh he only has like a he's like a twenty point finish, so that's good. If we can do well this weekend, we'll we'll be in a much better range. Yep. And then there's one tournament, uh Turkey. There's a a future is the same weekend as Turkey. Oh, nice. Um, I think it's Greece. And uh, so hopefully um, I looked at the overlap, and there's a lot of overlap in teams that are will be in the qualifier for the challenger but also are signed up for the yeah. future. So. You'll definitely get your chance because there's a lot of futures where there are three futures on the same weekend. Right. Yeah, and so like uh, I think that's like Lithuania and Jordan. Jordan, yeah. So that's those are like the ones that we are, we're looking at coming yeah. up. Yeah, you'll get into one of those for sure. Love it. And then hopefully it's all up from there. <laughs> Have you played overseas yet? Uh, no. You got a passport? <laughs> yeah, I do. That's good. <laughs> I Check. didn't when we first started the show. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got one right before I graduated college because my, my original plan was to go play indoors overseas. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then COVID happened, which I was like, COVID's like the biggest oh, wow. blessing in my life now. Dang. I was like, COVID made me, because I wanted to play beach volleyball. Yeah. Like, that was my goal, but uh-huh. I was like, it's going to take a while to make some money. Yeah, make, like, make a few bucks. Yeah, and, but money. then like, it took all the sponsorship money away from all of the clubs because they didn't finish their contracts from the previous year. Uh-huh. And so like, they were like, one of the, I think it was like a club in Portugal. They're like, we'll give you $500 a month for eight months. Oh, gosh. Uh, they pay for like two meals a day and housing, <laughs> but you had to buy your flight. You had to buy like a, they a, didn't fly you over. No, oh, and I was like, <laughs> by the time by the time I buy my flight and eat a third meal every day, I'm already in. The, I'm oh, already yeah, losing money. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, screw this. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at home and lose money playing beach volleyball. <laughs> right. Yeah, might as well. But it ended up. I mean, we won so much that I mean, actually did make a little bit of money. Yeah, right? you did all right. Oh yeah. Well, good luck this year, dude. Thanks. See you out there. Yeah. Eight seed. I think we're the one. That's if we like, uh, if we win our first, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll play this Yeah, if you oh. both win your first, you got the uh, eight first one. Yep. Love to Crowd see that. favorite over here. <laughs> still still south, the southeast, right? kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think we're the crowd favorite, like, Ever. anywhere. Just being from Hawaii, it's like... I think in Manhattan, you guys... I, I think people were pulling for you guys. Yeah, it depends who we're playing. Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah. uh, like, Sunday for you, like... Like, there, there was, like, this point in, like, the second set against Cayman Theo. Oh, yeah. Where, like, you just saw it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just, like, oh, there's another, like, switch that, like, yeah. just got turned on. Yeah. And then, like, once that happened, like, you won everybody over. Yeah, I, I, I felt that one for sure. Yeah. I had to stay on the gas pedal for the, the remainder of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Right on, boys. Yeah, Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on, Ed. Of course. Yes, sir. See you next time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.